Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to Alex Horn breaks the news. How are you? I hope you're feeling pretty good or content. I'm feeling um, outstanding. I have no ailments and I have a lot of energy despite the fact that our youngest child isn't sleeping and that my body, like yours, is gradually decaying. Welcome to the show! So this, as we all know, uh, is a topical podcast in which I discuss, dismantle and diss the news. And it's a whole heap of fun, I've put. Uh, And with me to do these awful things to the news are two stand-up comedians, the first of whom I've known for some time. He's the thinking man's... No, thinking. I put these, the thinking woman's, I'll say it again, he's the thinking woman's daydream and the idiotic woman's nightmare. It's Dan Antopolsky. Hello, women. Mm-hmm. It is solely women listening this week. That's good. And next to him is a man I've known for some time. He's one of the few people whose name is also an instruction to steal from an Irish playwright. It's Rob Beckett. <laughs> Hello. Pleased with that? <laughs> yeah, I like that. I've never had that introduction before. It's good. Rob Beckett. So the Rob bit is the steal. Yep. And Beckett is the playwright. Cool. Cheers, mate. And we've also got Ben. Oh, you right? Mm-hmm. So we've got a lot of um, things to get through this week because a lot of things have happened in the world and we have to offer our opinions on all of them. So let's crack on. This is the news from this week and there's some views on that news. This is a views and news and interview show. Yes, it's the news from this week and there's some views on that news. Yes, it's a views and news and interview show. Hello. So we're going to start with arguably the biggest story of the last 3,000 years. Do you have any idea what that is, Dan or Rob? Um, Fletcher's funeral? No, no. Uh, It's less topical than that. Alex Ferguson? No, I might come on to Ferguson later on. At the very end. No, this is not that sort of show, Rob. (laughs) Oh, sorry, mate. But you're right, if there is any mention of the word come, just leap on it. (laughs) Um, No, I'm not going to come on to Alex Ferguson... In that, so what do you reckon the <laughs> the story? So it's, it's the biggest story of the last three thousand years. So it's sort of, um, I mean, you're not going to get this because Jesus, it's before Jesus actually. Jesus was the Beatles. 
No, uh, before the Beatles as well. Uh, it's about um, it's about the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, who were in the news this week. Oh, oh. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't see that. That's fine, because part of this show is me breaking the news to you, so <laughs> I can see your genuine reaction. Apparently, according to a British academic, um, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon are not in Babylon. Oh. oh. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. It is, isn't it? Are they at least, you know, throw us a bone, are they, are they hanging? Oh, yeah. Um, I think the hanging is not in doubt, and they okay. are gardens. They're just okay, not okay, in Babylon. Okay. Um, do you... Um, do you know where Babylon? Oh, well, sorry, I've pronounced it wrong. Do you Babylonia. know where Babylon is? I'll ask you both. Where, do you want to have a I, guess? I've got no idea where Babylon have is. A guess, it's Rob. near Troy. Near Troy, and where is Troy? Bogner Regis. <laughs> <laughs> You're going for Bogner. Where do you reckon Babylon is? Rob? I don't know Babylon. Um, just roughly in the world. Just southern hemisphere. Well, I'm I, think, give it I think it's Jamaica. <laughs> oh, I've taken it away from it. It's um, Iraq. It's Iraq. Okay. I was going to give a point. Most there. ancient world stuff turns out to be in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. or Mesopotamia. Always sand-based, is, yeah. isn't it? Normally, yeah. old stuff. It's always sand in sand. It's a shame yeah. to get the wrong hemisphere, though. Yeah, it is yeah. upsetting, isn't it? I mean, that was a fifty-fifty. I've got yeah. it wrong. <laughs> Which hemisphere? I don't even know which hemisphere Iraq is in. Is I it, is think it's the northern just, hemisphere. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Just, uh, just near like, it, though, isn't it? Because it's hot. Yeah, near near the lower one, southern. Yeah, but then France is hot. Yeah, not as hot as Iraq. No, I don't think so. France is just less hot than Iraq. They should be arranged. Sort of. Anyway, because um, <laughs> I was. This is. I should say it's a competition between you two throughout the. Oh, oh okay. I think well, it's different. We've started on a things. friendly basis. Yeah, so it's still nil all with <laughs> the um, <laughs> location of them. Babylon. And um, Ben is our scorer. So there's the scoreboard. Oh, right. Okay. So Ben's purpose today. We normally have an expert in the studio. Ben is anything but. Afraid so, yeah. Um, <laughs> but our producer Joel, who's a nice guy, didn't get an expert this week because of the bank holiday. So, oh. Is that right? Yes, he's nodding. OK, so it's nil all. Um, so Babylon uh, is in Iraq, but the Hanging Gardens might not have been in Babylon. Stephanie Daly of Oxford University reckons they were in Nineveh. Oh. Where do you reckon Nineveh is in modern-day terms? Um, Nineveh. Is it somewhere near Iraq? Near Iraq? Where do you reckon? Lebanon? No, it's actually in Iraq. It's, it, oh. it, 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 oh, it is in Iraq, in so still yeah. nil all. Oh, so that's quite near Iraq, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, I mean, it's almost, it's almost... That was like a little pinball machine move to try and steer us away from the truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, quite clever. I, I always have the advantage in this. It's not really a show, is it? Um, so, yeah, it is. is it? Don't put it down, it is. It's a if little even bit one of person listens to it. Is that um, what a show is, if more than one person... because yeah, I might. I'm going to posit that as Okay, a, as what about a, a conversation on the tube? Is that a show? Mm, if no. the whole carriage is listening. Um, uh... Um, yeah, if it's with the intention. Well, because they've paid to be on the tube, haven't they? So it's like an entrance fee, isn't it? Yeah, okay. In many ways. But they haven't paid for this. Oh, and no, I they think haven't. Lots of people are listening to this accidentally. You think so? Mm, they're what, just sort of overhearing. Uh, what it. is the mechanism by which people will come upon this? I have no idea. I think it's handed out, like with the Metro. Okay, cool. Like in transcripts? Yeah, just okay. distributed. Okay, Bluetooth to their PDA. I feel like we're sort of learning a bit about you. I'm going to do some quick fire questions to you. This is not related to the. Babylon issue. We'll come back to that. Okay. Dan, do you eat meat? I do, with relish. Rob, is that both meanings of relish? Yeah. Rob, how many houses have you got? Uh, none. Dan, uh, burgers and sausages, all that? Yes, yes. Rob, have you ever heard of juncturing? No. No, no. I don't think it exists. I've just sort of made, did put you that in there. Make it up. Juncturing doesn't sound right. Nah. Rob, uh, sorry, Dan, what, what about liquid meat, like blood? Do you drink blood? No. Rob, how are you feeling? All right. Yeah, and uh, Ben, what about that story about the girls in Ohio in that house? Oh, horrible business. Horrible, wasn't it? 
Okay, back to Babylon. So it's a sort of news-based podcast. Yeah. It's quite good, the... isn't it? Yeah, it's good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoy the quickfire bit best, because you learn a lot. Back to Babylon. So, back to Babylon is going to be the catchphrase of this, this show. So, um, the point back, is... Back to back Babylons. I think the point is that what we've learned is that you don't really know anything about Hanging Gardens of Babylon, nor did I. No. no. I've gradually learned over the course of the past four weeks that I don't really know anything. So I know I... one thing. They're one of the one, seven wonders of the world. That's a good fact to know. Do you know what the others are? The pyramids. Which pyramid? The Great Pyramid at Cheops, or Giza. Giza, yeah. Giza. Good. Um, the Sphinx is no. not one of them. No. <laughs> if you're struggling, The I Blue can... Grotto is one of them. <laughs> it's not, but... No. It, this, I mean, is it just a grotto that's blue? Yeah, it's, there's some, some, some sort of calcium deposits that give it an ethereal glow. Okay. Blue. Didn't make it to the wonders list. I'll, no. I'll, I'll tell you what the wonders list then. are. Yeah. Um, in fact, do you want to hear it as a sort of... Um, countdown. Top of the Pops countdown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here, here, it, here they are. At number seven, it's the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, built by the Babylonians, who sometimes had baby Babylonians, but not enough to still be around today. At number six, it's the Temple of Artemis at Ephesus, built by the Lydians, and then again by the Greeks, and then again burnt down by a man called Herostratus, who got eight-week community service. At number five, it's the Statue of Zeus at Olympia, built by the Greeks, and again, burnt down a bit later. At number four, it's the Mausoleum at Heliconassus, built by the Greeks, destroyed by earthquakes this time. At number three, it's the Colossus of Rhodes, built by the Greeks, destroyed by earthquakes again. At number two, it's the Lighthouse of Alexandria, built by the Greeks, destroyed by earthquakes. Worth pointing out that it was the Greeks who came up with this list, when really they should have been coming up with better ways of coping with earthquakes. But, at number one, it's the Great Pyramid of Giza, built by the Egyptians, two and a half thousand years before Christ. It's a very big triangle full of dead guys, and it's still intact today! Not, not a bad end to it. It's not bad pop. at all. Mm. I've, I've got a theory that you got the end of that music, and then you put the end of the music near the end of your voice so that those chords would be there, and then you just started wherever it happened to start. I think it's a good theory, and that's normally how I do it. But this yeah. one, first take, just did it, and it just happened to end to on that sort of climactic bit, and I went with it. I just sort yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, you were emotional. I was in my music. shed in my garden, sh- sort of shouting about the, uh, the uh, pyramid, yeah. <laughs> thinking this is my job. That's very good. Yeah. That's good. So uh, there's the seven wonders, Ben. Thanks. Anything Thank you. you would... Uh, this isn't for you, Ben, but I'll look at you as I ask the other two. What, what man-made things would you have as a wonder... I mean, any, anything you'd think should be given wondrous status? Mm. Um, mm. What's wonderful? Yeah, what is wonderful? <laughs> That's how they made the list. What's what wonderful? wonderful? The UK doesn't have one, does it? Just to confirm. Well, no, we just went through them. We'll play again if Sorry, you want. No. If you could, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just pay attention, mate. No, they're all pretty much in Greece. Um, Stonehenge. The Henge. The Henge. I think it's wonderful. Well, well, it's it's just, very underwhelming when you actually yeah. Yeah, pass it on the A3. Very breezy as well, very um, mm, exposed. I, I went there, but we weren't allowed to go in because it was expensive, so we just looked at it through the fence. Well, you might like um, a thing that Joel, our producer, who's a nice guy, he, he's come up with the seven mon- uh, modern wonders of the world. Mm. So I thought we'd go through them, but I've reduced it to three because I found them very dull. OK. And I don't want it to be dull for too long, so we should get through this in, I guess, four minutes. Sure. But the first one, I've got pictures of them. For the quiz, it's, what's the scores, Ben, in the quiz? Uh, at the moment, it's it's no, no, I haven't actually written anything down. OK. You've just sort of... You've I've n- just been hoping that's up to date. Um, yeah, because Dan got some yes answers, didn't he, for his quick fire. I don't know if he got points for that. No, you don't get points for admitting you eat meat. Oh, oh that's no. good. That's, that's good. Just it's a thing. Yeah. 
Um, I want you to guess the country that these things are located in. Okay, these are sure. the three modern ones of the world. Um, he didn't when he t when he printed it out. He didn't delete the answers, so I've just scribbled them out. So don't look at okay. the scribble out bits. So number number three in the modern ones of the world. It's uh, I'll describe it for the listener. Sort of a massive tent. Oh. It is huge, and underneath the tent, uh, which is an area larger than ten football stadia, it's a bit like Blue Water. It's, there's a park, there's um, shopping, there are cobbled streets, a boating river, mini golf, and an indoor beach resort. Wh which country do you reckon that's in? I reckon it might be somewhere, somewhere like um, Japan. Somewhere like Japan. Mm. Are you going to say Japan, or are you going to go with sort of Japan? I'll go with Japan. Okay. I'll be Japan. Yeah. They like, I they can see what you mean. It's like modern and big, yeah, clean things. lines. It is Asia, so I'll, oh, so it's I won't like give you a point for that. But no. it's a big clue for Dan here. Um, is it the Philippines? No, it's sort of they're not... very big on malls. The Philippines. I went yeah. there once, and they boasted to me that they had ten of the world's biggest malls. Oh, really? Um, I'm going to do a little joke here. The okay. truth is, they're all very similar, aren't they? When you've seen one, you've seen. Okay. Good. The mall. Yep. Okay. It's good. Um, yeah. Enjoy mm. that. Yeah, it's good. Um, of the, yeah. it's, it's, it is Asia, but it's one of those countries that's not really Asia. It's Kazakhstan. Um, is that Asia? It's I not proper it's Asia. It's just sort of up that it way, is. isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh. It's in... Oh, I should say, what's the capital of Kazakhstan? Anyone? Kazakh? Astana. They're very difficult. You were oh. exactly wrong. Yeah. What was I? <laughs> Completely wrong. So still nil all. OK, number two. Uh, do you want to describe what the second building there looks like, Rob? Um, it's like a big shopping basket. It is. That's it's like suck. a punnet, a punnet-looking basket. It's actually it? a medium market basket. It, is it? it looks like one of those baskets, you know, you see the sort of middle-class people at the farmer's markets, one of those, and they've got it's their, a like, wicker. Yeah, celery in it. It's nice-looking. It is, isn't it? What country celery. do you reckon that? Because it is actually a building. I hated middle-class. <laughs> <laughs> celery. <laughs> I don't um, celery. low calories. What, what country do you reckon the celery-holding building is in? Um... I reckon it's in Europe to start with, and okay. I know that's not a country. No. But that's just Tim, yeah. Somewhere like Holland. Again, so you've gone with somewhere like again, and then. Yeah. Like so ho Holland. Holland. <laughs> Holland is so like. Holland. Europe. It's like Europe. Um, it's not Europe or oh. Holland. What do you reckon, Dan? I'll give it for the hemisphere, actually, for this one. I can have, I can have no idea. No. Um, there's something about the folksiness of baskets that suggests Scandinavia. I think you can actually, if you so look closer, I'll, you can see the. That would be cheating, wouldn't it? You can see what the flag. I think the flag. Oh, well, maybe not. There's a lot of flags. No, it's not. It's it's the wrong hemisphere. It's it's America. Oh, yeah. they like big things, don't they? Well, it's the right hemisphere. Sorry, should I give you? Here's the right hemisphere. Yeah, yeah. I guess you'd get a point for saying Sweden when it was actually America. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Do Google this if you're listening. The Longer Burger Company, uh, this is their headquarters. And the Longer Burger, I like this because they're, they're an American manufacturer of maple wood baskets. And the guy, Dave Longer Burger, wanted all Longer Burger buildings to be shaped like baskets. And uh, in the end, only the headquarters were complete at the time of his death. And after his death, further basket-shaped buildings were vetoed by his daughters. Mm. Nice, isn't it? Nice. <laughs> his dying wish was vetoed. Yeah. I think they were sick of their dad sort of making buildings look like baskets. It's not. It's not the very practical shape, is it? Finally, at number one, this was meant to be very short. This bit, remember, because it's quite dull. At number one, there's a sort of triangular-shaped building there. It's a. Uh, it is a massive triangle. It was started to be built in 1987. Still not finished. Oh. Its nickname is the Hotel of Doom. Uh -huh. Which country do you reckon that is in? Um, um, it looks. It looks finished. 
It does look finished, but there's no... Nothing inside. I'm, I'm, I'm attracted no. to the idea of an Asian economy with yeah. sort of rabid investments, yeah. and then it's all gone mm. south. Is it Malaysia? No, somewhere? but right continent, and it's um, one of the favourite countries for this podcast, d- one that you can always get some mileage out of. Is it, is it Dubai? It's North Korea. Oh. Here's a oh. Kim Jong-il sort of vanity project. He wanted okay. to make a massive triangle. It's not just a triangle. It's got a little sort of rocket thing at the bottom, isn't it? Yeah. It's not just a triangle. That is no. its motto. Yeah, <laughs> more than a triangle, the hotel of doom. What we tend to do in this programme is, is move swiftly from Kim Jong-il to another crazy political leader, and normally that one is Maduro, who's the leader of Venezuela, as you're probably all aware. Yeah. And he, um, he recently won the... Ven- well, sort of was deemed to have won the Venezuelan elections. What do you reckon Maduro uh, called Obama last week as an insult? It's quite a good insult. Um, dickhead? <laughs> It's, it's not dickhead, actually. Um, it's more... Is it a racial epithet? Oh. N- uh, bad. No. It, it, well, it, it combines a bit of... sort of uh, Red Indian language with uh, religious language. So mm. He called him the Grand Chief of Devils. Wow. Oh. Not, not a bad insult. On, isn't not it? bad at all. It's better than dickhead, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one or the other, isn't it? Normally, yeah. That's why if someone's like, if I'm in the car and someone cuts me off, it's yeah. either dickhead or Wind the grand chief down. of devils. Yeah. Why? <laughs> um, oh yeah, funny political leaders. I've written a little song about it. I try to reduce a news story into a song every week because cool. I think that's what news programs should do. So this is this, and I am uh, pleased with this one. Okay. okay. Good. Oh, Obama is a funny guy. He makes some funny jokes. And he's just one of several really funny political blokes. Winston Churchill did one-liners just like Jimmy Carr. And Georgie Bush did silly humour just like Alan Carr. Kim Jong-il is deadpan just like Stuart Lee. Putin's like Jim Davidson, he is pure comedy. Tony Blair said bothered lots when he did comic relief. Gordon Brown said something else when he did sports relief. Berlusconi's basically an Italian Russell brand And Boris Johnson is a really, really funny man And Hitler's humorous videos are all over YouTube Yes, politics can be funny Obama's a really funny dude Hoi! It was a good song Yeah, and what I did do with that one I found a piece of music which worked uh, But it was a certain length And I had to find enough political leaders to fit that length Yeah That was my songwriting process there It worked? Yeah Really good. Yeah. Animals in the news this week. Some are really, really small. Animals in the news this week. Some are really, really tall. Animals in the news this week. Oh, yeah. Humans are not the only newsworthy animals. So it's that time in the show when we broaden our news horizons to accept stories about other species. And uh, before we start, I don't want to sound too desperate for material, but do you have any sweet or amusing animal stories? Like I once, I once saw a sheep... Um, sheltering uh, next to a cow. It was just sort of cuddled in next to this dead cow. So it's quite nice. Oh, dead? Yeah, it was dead cow. Oh, okay. I don't know if, who killed it, but um, the sheep was just sort of nuzzled next to that. Do you have any...? Um, was the, sheep, the sheep was alive. sheep was alive. Did he do it? Was a, how do you know the cow was dead? F- it was lying on its side. Flies. Mm. Rotting. Um, I, um, I don't know. Um, it's not the most heartwarming story. <laughs> well, the sheep was so cuddly, just sort of nuzzled in. It? Safe. Safe from the yeah. wind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, well, I haven't got. I've got a story, but it's not. Still, a bit similar. It's a bit more. My dad punched a goat once. 
in, the, in, the, in, yeah. the, in its face. Okay. So it just um, was at a petting zoo, and it, um, with my niece and nephew, and it kept on jumping up, pushing, pushing, and uh, pushed my dad and pushed squared, him too far, mate. Well, squ- squared <laughs> up to him, mate. They're quite high on their back legs, and uh, they gave him a little jab, didn't they? Smacked him in the face. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah, so I've never punched a human or a goat, mm. but I reckon I might go goat first. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's just a little warm, a warm up, up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm keen to punch someone in my life. You've I'm never punched anyone. That, no. You've never, never had a fight. So, there are some more points involved for the animals in the news question. Um, you've got to guess which animal in, is involved in the story. So, here's a headline. It's not a bad headline. Something, so you've got to guess which something. Something supervillain terrorises New Jersey Little League, then escapes from Animal Hospital in Caddyshack-style escapade. So, that's pretty much the whole story in the headline there. Mm. Which animal do you reckon terrorised the Little League? Caddyshack is team? beavers, isn't it? Beavers. It, it is like a beaver. Oh. Is it a muskrat? I, I think it's also like a muskrat. Um, You've got ten guesses, I should say. <laughs> Otter? Yeah, it's, it's like all these ones. Weasel stoats. More American than that. Oh, um... We're going to get raccoon? this. Groundhog. Groundhog! Oh. Do you feel good? I feel good. That's the first little thrill of victory, yeah. What, what really, the scores really we, We're well. looking at a four for Dan and a none for Rob, sorry. Oh. Sorry about that. This is outrageous. So this is a groundhog who charged at the players in the Bridgetown Little Football League. The ref stepped in, the groundhog charged at him, uh, then the president stepped in, T. Carl Hempel. Uh, he, the uh, groundhog that's chased factually him. incorrect. That's, oh, is that it? is not the president. Barack oh, Obama so is there. Yeah. <laughs> not president of America, president of the, British, the Bridgetown Little League. Okay. Um, but he then chased him into his car. T. Carl Hempel called the police, got there in two minutes, captured the hog... Uh, took it to hospital and then he escaped. Okay, in the mirror, half of all what seen by vets are overweight. Half of all owners. No, that's yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Is it... I'll look that up. Yeah, I'm not going to give you a point though, Rob. I'm quite well, keen that you don't get any of them. Well, I suppose okay. cat, cats are overfed, aren't they? They're pretty. Yeah, my, cats. Not cats. My cats. Might be well, it's more sort of broad than cats. Cats and dogs. Yeah, pets. 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 Yeah, half of all pets. I'll say quite. Yeah, everything that comes in. Yeah, I don't think we're going to give Rob a point. I've though. never it's seen just, a, there's a I've lot never, of fat pets. I've around. never seen a fat budgie though. Have you? It's always like the cats and dogs get fat. Birds seem to be pretty. No, good they've included weight. geckos. Anything really? Yeah. Cicadas? Yeah, cicadas. <laughs> I don't know how many of them are pets. Can you? Have you got any pet cicadas? What I when something I haven't, heard, a... I haven't heard of it. Um, I had pet snails. Must be a kid with a matchbox somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm. did you pet yeah, snails? How box. long do they live? I don't know really. I thought I just got lost a bit of interest, and they're probably still in the garden. Yeah. Mayflies only live for 17 hours. Right. Oh. One of the shortest living animals. Whereas sloths sleep for 23 hours, which means that a lot of mayflies go through their entire life thinking that sloths are just... A myth. Always asleep, yeah. yeah. A folk memory. Just, just dead. <laughs> That's great. That's interesting, isn't it? OK. So, this has uh, been, so far, the best thing I've ever done in my life, just so you know, and that includes everything else I've ever done or ever seen. So this is better than Last of the Mohicans, in my opinion. Uh, and it's only going to get better as we embark on the quote game. I'm the quote game. So, the quote game. Excited about the quote game. Uh, I'm going to clap my hand three times. Um, the, the hand claps were on the song already. Oh. Okay. I don't normally allow this much insight into the songwriting process, but there we go. So this is a simple game for more points. You just need to tell me who said the following. Okay, I'm going to give you three options. I didn't just shout out when you think you've got it. Uh, I can't be focused on wifing someone that young. 
It's an awful sentence. I can't be focused on wifing someone that young. Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, or Harry Hill? What do you reckon? Um, I think it might be um, Justin Bieber. Not Bieber. I'm going with Chris Brown. It was Chris Brown, so oh, extending his lead. Dan? Sorry, man. Animals are good for the soul. Jamie Oliver, Paul O'Grady, or Alex Ferguson? Um, I'd say Paul O'Grady. Good, Rob. Yes. Good. Shut the F up. People have paid effing £100 for their theatre tickets. That is Helen Mirren. Doesn't even need the option. It is Mirren. Oh, wow. Was yeah. she on the stage or in the audience? She was on stage and there were some drummers parading past making a racket. And she, with her queenly dander, recently method gathered from her acting experience, marched out and told them off. Told oh, them to yeah. go, and, go, f- go and F themselves. Mm. I like your summary of that story. The queenly dander was nice. Thank you. What are the scores, Ben? The scores. Um, Dan's Dan's looking at eight points, and Rob Rob has now got one. And you're sticking with this looking at phrase when you deliver the points. Yeah, I didn't even realise I was doing that. Yeah, Sorry. second time you've done that. I can um, I can turn that up. Well, or the first down. time he said we're looking at, and now it's Dan's looking at. I think he's more listening to. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'll, I'll be I'll be honest. I've not looked at my scores at all. Right. If anything, looking at sort of implies a future prospect. You know. Yeah. I'll turn that. So I'll that turn that right down. That would be that yeah. I'm seven. I'm you know I'm on seven points with okay. it's going well. You know? I was hoping for more. Dan's got. Mm. Dan's got eight, and, look, and Rob's got one. And looking at just it implies that we care about the um, okay the points. I should say of... there is a prize. Oh yeah, so I am looking at one now. <laughs> but uh, that phrase will be. I'll strike that from the record. Okay, if you cool. so how that. will you strike it from the record? I don't know. You mean you won't use it again? Yeah. So just I think just tone the language right. There are no metaphors from now on. Yeah, that's all right. Please. That's all right. Okay. Note noted. Well, if you haven't noted it, don't use the word no. If you're going to use if the word no. didn't write anything down, then no. I didn't. No, did so I could. Just say understood. Understood. Okay. See, <laughs> me, me, noted meaning mentally noted is a metaphor for I did, yes. writing it down with a pen. So that I'm was, trying to mentally that's note That's already all... been pro- prescribed by Alex. Okay. <laughs> 23. We're bullying a 23-year-old. Okay, so all you've got to do is tell me which places the following people are banned from. Okay. Lots of people are banned from countries. I didn't really realise this subculture. Snoop Dogg, or whatever he's called nowadays. Where do you reckon he's banned from? I guess let's do alternate. Where do you reckon, Dan? I think he's banned from Schroeder's piano practice room. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is, because he's banned from all of the UK, so you can have that. Uh, okay. um, Boy George, <laughs> where do you reckon he's banned? Uh, it's because of his extensive criminal record, I should say. Oh, really? Boy George, where do you reckon he's banned from? Boy George, where is he banned from? Um, New York? Yep. Wow. And all of America. Wow. Yeah. For you using know, a male escort. I, do you know how I got that? No. Just I mean, looked at that picture of New York over there, mate. That's, <laughs> that's like the not, usual it's suspect. Not, yeah. It's not the same as amazing. <laughs> how many more of these do you want? You can have one or four. I'm enjoying them. I, 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 I find it informative and entertaining. So do you? I, I like some more, please. Okay. Uh, Hilton. Paris Hilton. Uh, Dan, where do you reckon Hilton's banned from? Ironically, the uh, Paris Hilton. Uh, <laughs> 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 I really enjoyed that bit. Yeah. No, no, it's wrong. It's Japan for oh. using drugs. Okay. Oh. Whoops. Uh, so, can I just backtrack a bit to mm. Boy George's uh, male escort? Mm. Uh, is that illegal in the States to use a male escort? Uh, unfortunately, what you've done there is scratched the surface of my research. Okay. There's okay. nothing underneath the surface. I understand, I understand. So, uh, that's... Let's edit this bit out. Yeah, or I'll give you a call in the week once okay. I've looked it up. I'll let you know. That. Always at home to you. Akon is banned from which country for using uh, sexy language in a song? Um, Japan. Well, 
Do you want to say Japan? Ireland. No, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Oh. You're thinking of... We might not be, but Rihanna got in trouble, didn't it, for being Is sexy she? in a music video. And I think this bit might be petering out, so I'll crack through it. Alec Baldwin, Philippines, for making a joke about mail-order brides. Oh. So you get banned so easily from country. And then Gary Glitter is banned from... Earth. Pretty much every country <laughs> except the UK, currently. Oh, right. really? For being a for, yeah. sex offender. I think that's all right, isn't it? I think that's, so, yeah. That's the uh, technical term. A registered sex offender. He's done the paperwork. Say that for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's made it official. OK, so, before our last story, there's time uh, to learn a little bit about our own country with one of my guides. And this week, I'm going to take you by the hand and show you all around the beautiful enclave of Kilburn. Yeah, that is the sound... Of Kilburn in northwest London, and that's where I am guiding you around today. And uh, it is, of course, one of the most dangerous places in London, i.e., one of the most dangerous places in the world. And I think that's partly because of the name Kilburn, which is sort of two nefarious, nefarious instructions in one word. Kill, burn. Sort of a complete description of how to murder someone and then dispose of the body. A little bit like the Dorset town of Stranglebury. So, what I thought I'd do on this guide to Kilburn is show you just how dangerous it is. This is um, a Monday evening at 8 o'clock pm, which is statistically the most dangerous time in the world and I will hang around on the street corners of Kilburn for you just to demonstrate how dangerous it is. Here I go. I'm still uh, I'm still alive here in Kilburn just and uh, I'm on the corner of Kenilworth Road and another road now and someone here has got a, a, a house, a Victorian terrace house which they're clearly converting I think they're maybe making the loft into, a, into another room and the, I guess what you call it, scaffolding is right in the street so you have to sort of walk around the scaffolding I mean it's clearly marked and it, it's, I think it is within the law, but I felt uh, at risk. So it's now approximately 15 minutes past 8pm and I'm on the corner of Kingsley Road and another road and I don't feel safe, I'm not sure you're safe even listening. I mean, I'm sure you are actually, but um, at this last corner there is an eerie silence. Can you hear this? Exactly. Okay. And to me that is literally the silence before the storm. And by storm, I don't mean literally storm. I'm, I mean, it's the silence before a mugging. So I'm, I'm going to go now. Um, wish me luck getting out of here. My, I mean, my car is opposite. Where I mean, I'm right by my car. But I'm going to go now. 
I hope you enjoyed my guide to kill, burn, Kilburn in the borough of Brent. All right, and finally, we should probably acknowledge that the uh, football manager, uh, who everyone knows, is going to stop doing what he does. Um, oh. Alex Ferguson is going to stop managing Manchester United football team. Stop being a manager. I was thinking about this story because I don't really have m- many opinions on football, but I do like the term manager as a job title. So Someone who really copes, do. I you know, manage. Yeah. yeah, it's very British. Manage grim, people. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I cope with the footballers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got a little Ferguson quiz for you. Mm-hmm. This is your last chance to get points. What What are the scores? Um, I'm trying to avoid the yeah. catchphrase, as it, I don't think that's too grandiose a term. No, but um, Dan has nine. Rob has two. Very good, Ben. So you've got seven to catch up. Uh, there are six questions here, so that each is worth two points. Okay. So you've got a chance. And what I've done is that, that none of these questions are about Alex Ferguson. Fergie is the singer in which band? Um, Black Eyed Peas. Yes. And I think Dan knew that answer, but he's playing I was unsure of the etiquette, whether it was open to us both. Yeah, or, the, the yeah. rules wasn't very clear. It's That's open. Right. You're calling it just, etiquette. You're calling it rules. It, there's just neither, leap, really. Just leap in. Leap in. Okay. So you're now only f- five behind. Oof. Is that right? That's right. Six behind? Five behind? Five behind. Good. Fergie was married to which member of the royal family? Prince Andrew. Yeah, now seven behind. Which Ferguson appeared on the X Factor? Oh, I know this one. Rebecca. Okay, yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Five behind. Chris Ferguson is famous for doing what? Chris Ferguson. Chris Ferguson. Not that famous. He's an American... Gam... 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 Yeah. Three behind, two left. <laughs> Maynard, Maynard Ferguson was a Canadian what? Maynard Ferguson. I reckon you can get this. Um, is he make sweets? No, no just like sort of imagine wine gums. sitting there, oh, yeah. see a poster, come and watch Maynard Ferguson tonight. Boxer, a boxer. No, a a singer. Yeah. A, well, no, but... A pop star. No, but right. Right. A musician. Pop. Musician, what sort of musician? Oh, guitarist. Country. No, no which Jazz. Genre? Jazz musician! Yes. Very good. Okay, three, three behind. One point behind. <laughs> no, one final question. Oh, my word. And I'm, I'm not going to give you any clues here. Massey Ferguson, M-A-S-S-A-Y, is a famous what? Massey Um Tricky one. Hair cutter. Hair cutter. Do you mean hairdresser? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you it. He's a tractor. Oh. So it could be used for cutting hair. Wait, so, you cut floor so grass. So Rob steals it. Yeah. <laughs> With one point, so no, well done. That. So the prize, congratulations. Week, what I normally do is get, I, I take fifty pence into a charity shop and spend it. And yeah. the prize this week is um, this porcelain um, girl with string for hair, um, little slit at the top of her head. Oh. So it's a money box, but the, there's no stopper at the end. So you put the money in, come straight out. It's chipped. Uh, so I'm going to yeah. give this. The prize is that you don't have it, Rob. So Dan, yes. you have to keep this. <laughs> um, it's an awful piece of hat. Um, but I would like you to really keep awful, it in your house it? for a month. Would you mind doing that for me, Dan? I will do that for you. You I mean, should probably tweet a photo of it in his house, along with the link to the podcast when it goes up, and then that way you know he took it home. Well, that's the sort of forethought I have not had, so that's, that's an excellent good, Would you mind doing that, Dan? I will do that for you. That's the end. Thank you. Do you want to plug anything that you're doing? I've always given this option. So far, no-one's done it. Everyone's sort of thought, well, we're on this. That's good enough. But this if you is, want to plug it... This is it. This is... Yeah. The but I'm quite keen that someone will take it very seriously as a sort of career opportunity um, and really push their sort of DVD. 
got, I haven't got a DVD. No, I've got some DVDs. Have you? Yeah. You can go to www.danentopolsky.com and buy some DVDs of my stand-up if you want really? to. Really? Yeah, you can. Have you given them names, the albums? Yeah, they're just based on Edinburgh shows. They're just, uh, one's called Dan Antipolsky's Penetrating Gaze. One of my favourite titles. Of Thank you very much. Thank um, you. People have been kind pun. about it. Mm. And uh, Silent But Deadly is the other one. I got, Not I, a pun. I got two also copies childish. of Dark Knight for Christmas, so I can sell one of those. Both from the same DVDs. person? No, Do you want me to sell it through my website? Yeah, sure, if I'm popping out. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've got, I've got a, doing a tour. Okay. Doing a stand-up comedy tour. Okay. Where are you to, going? To run around the UK. I thought I'd start there. Yeah. Move on to other countries. <laughs> P- pending bands. Well, thank you for joining me today, everyone. Without you, it would be a very different podcast. Um, in fact, Dave literally wouldn't have commissioned it if we didn't have guests. So thank you, because um, it's very handy. This, because it's regular work for me, so it's very handy, because my career is going fine, but we had a very expensive um, electricity bill last week, so everything helps. Um, and thank you, too, for listening. Hang in there. Goodbye. I have broken news And I have broken news We have broken news Thank you for listening This is the end bit There's just a glissando left now Now That was the glissando bit goodbye Alex Horn Breaks the News is a Pixiu production for Dave and it was produced by Joel Porter Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugs your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. Where's your social history? Sorry? What to do, tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum, Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell, and dad, Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.